You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny Thirsty Thursday podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here this week. Now on Thirsty Thursday podcast, as you know, I go back and do a follow-up phone call with this week's guest. Earlier this week, we dropped our episode with Little Joe of Lagwagon, me first in the Gimme Gimme's, RKL, so many great things. The bassist extraordinaire that he is, Little Joe Rapazzo. So great to have this conversation with him. I'm glad that you guys already dug that episode, because I know you did. I know you already listened to that episode before you got here, right? If not, it's still there. Don't worry. We released that episode on Monday, as always, and we're doing our follow-up today. It's really funny, because I was just in San Jose visiting my sister-in-law, and uh, it was <laughs> I didn't realize, or I guess I should have realized, that little Joe actually lives in San Jose. So I could have done this in person, but instead I waited till I got home. I'm hanging here, back in Huntington Beach, and now I'm going to give Joe a call and see what he's been up to. I do know that uh, he unfortunately had COVID, um, and uh, it hit him pretty hard apparently. So I'm, I'm uh, going to ask him a little bit about that. He also listened to the episode and said he had so much, so many things that he wished he had said right <laughs> on that episode. And this is the reason why we do these follow-ups. Uh, a lot of these guests sometimes don't remember what they said. I mean, you got like a few weeks to a month. I think this one might have even been a month and a half uh, since we recorded and released. And, you know, when that happens, it takes a little bit of time and you forget what you said until I send them the, the audio and for, for them to listen back to and make sure everything's good before we let you guys hear everything. And uh, it was a lot of fun uh, going back on this one. And, again, just becoming friends with Joe over the last month has been uh, an absolute pleasure. He's a hell of a bassist and an even better human being. Uh, so let's give him a call, see what he's up to. I know he's got a lot he wants to say. So I'm going to I'm gonna see what little Joe's up to right now. Johnny! <laughs> Joe, how are you, man? Uh, <clears throat> I'm feeling better. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better. I was just telling the uh, audience here that I know that Last couple of weeks, uh, kicked your ass pretty hard, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think I got the, like the, the BA5 variant, BA4, BA5. Like, if people are reading the news about COVID, most people don't even give a shit these days. But if you're reading the news, it's it's like this is the most pro- prominent variant. And, um, and it really doesn't care if you've had it before or if you've had um, uh, previous vaccinations. It just 
it just gets right in you. It's like, fuck that shit. You're getting it. It's cool. <laughs> did you get did you get any other variants before on that? I did. I, got, I, I believe I got the Delta in um, San Diego on on the 2021 20, tour when we had to cancel our second date there. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was it was Omicron or if it was it was anything else, but I'm pretty sure it was Delta. Uh, and that shit didn't kick my ass at all. Like it, it was weird. I felt okay. like kind of sick. Like like something was brewing in me. You know, when your body like kind of like uh, I don't know what what the right sensation or word is to describe it, but like when you kind of feel like. Uh, like your body is almost like trying to go to sleep. You know what I mean? Like you right. feel tingly everywhere. Like you're getting sick. That's interesting. So, uh, but it's really interesting though. That last one didn't really fuck you up, but this one completely different. That, that's why I was at, uh, you already answered my question. I was going to ask if the previous ones had fucked you up a little bit. Uh, you know, I think all of the um, vaccines that I got, like fuck me up. And I heard that's a good thing because you're actually like not fighting it or building up antibodies. If, if you're like kind of cruising through it and you don't feel anything. So every, every uh, vaccine I, I've had um, has kind of fucked me up a little bit. And I've had like, like the whole cocktail. I mean, the first vaccine I got was, was the Johnson and Johnson, the one and you're done. Mm. which was which was a trip and then the second one i got was moderna and then i got pfizer for the booster and Jesus. uh and then i got and then i got uh yeah and then i got um and then i got covid covid in between the moderna and the pfizer shot so i thought i was doing pretty good and and you know um we had to cancel our our canadian tour our our uh, Canadian planes tour due to the fact that we got COVID at band practice. But you know, what's fucking weird about that is that Chris Rest got it. Flip got it. Uh, Dave got it, but I didn't get it. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so you didn't get it, but it's so weird. It's just so bizarre. I mean, you just described a cocktail of fucking vaccines, by the way. I, yeah, <laughs> you've got them all. Like that—that's insane. And you've had it twice. Uh, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. But I don't know. Uh, you know, I—I I got the first vaccine uh, when it first came out, uh, February of 2021, I believe, and uh, that was it for me. Uh, I got it. I got it uh, early last year, something like that. Early this year. Early this year, I got it. And it, so you—you you probably got a. Uh, oh wait. Earlier this year, you got the vaccine. It was like December, it was December January. I, no, 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 no. I got COVID. December, end of, end of December, beginning of January. Oh, okay. So, so you did get Omicron, but you got like probably the the BA.1 or 2 or something like that. They're saying that these like 3, 4s, and 5s, and the 5 is like the most prominent one right now. It's changing shit. So it's actually changing the effectiveness of the vaccine. The reason why mm. is because or the reason why I have this knowledge is because I've had a lot of time on my hands. I'm I was like just going to say, dude, out. like I, you know, way <laughs> more about this shit than I do. I'm like, I, I, like I said, man, I got it at the end of December, January. And I mean, I was sick for, you know, about six days and then I went on with, with the rest of my life and I've been fine since. So I'm like, I don't know, man. I, you know, it, it just, I think it's the luck of the draw at this point. 
Yeah, I, I okay. So really, what it is, it, it's it's uh, how contagious it is, and how it doesn't really give a fuck about um, you know previous infections and right. and the uh, vaccines that you've had before. You know, especially if you've had given it a little bit of time. So this is my personal PSA to everybody after having it is that I thought I was cool, especially when I was like in a group with people who got it and like in a practice spot that was like, you know, probably about an eight by eight or eight, eight by 10 space. Like I thought I was cool. I was like crowd surfing in Europe and no one was wearing masks and shit. And then suddenly like, I just got it. I knew I had it too. Cause I was like, okay, I'm getting the sniffles. This is usually how I get a flu. That's, that's my symptoms. Right. Um, personally, like first I'll get like, it, it's weird too, because I'll think I'll have, I'll think I have allergies cause I have allergies. So I start like, you know, nose flooding. I know that sounds gross, but, <laughs> and then, and then I'll, and then I'll take like Zyrtec, Benadryl or whatever. And then it gets better. It dries everything up. But I did that, and then as soon as we got back from uh, three three rivers or Trois Rivières or whatever fuck it's called, um, it, I, I was like, oh shit, on the plane. I was like, I think I have something. So as soon as I got home that night, which was like, fuck, like midnight after all the travel woes, like I woke up at, at six a.m. in Trois Rivières. And uh, it got home at like midnight that same day, right. and uh, dude, I tested and it was positive, and I'm like, ah, that fucking makes sense. Okay, cool. Right. Well, I'm glad you're on the mend. I mean, it, 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 it like I said, it just, it's just crazy how it's, how it's reacting to everybody differently. Still, I mean, I was under the impression we were over this shit, and then you tell me you got it, and it actually kicked your ass. So I was like, oh, motherfucker. But uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. I, I I do have to mention that we just were texting last night realizing I just got back to Huntington Beach from San Jose, California. And I realized afterward, you were like, oh, no, I don't think we talked about it. And I was just talking to my uh, director and editor. And he was like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure you guys talked about it when we were talking about my bar and you uh, potentially coming down to Huntington and checking it out. So I did know you were in San Jose and I completely snubbed you. I apologize. Oh, you didn't snub. I mean, we talked for fucking two hours and like, who can remember everything about a two hour conversation, especially when you're doing it under pressure in a podcast or something and you're trying to look and, and, and be neat and ask like all the right questions, right? Oh, it, I don't it ask all the happen. right questions. I don't ask all the right questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you do. In my opinion, I think you do a fucking great job. I Thank loved you, our podcast though. That was and a I fun listened chat, to man. A few, it was such a good one. It was a great chat. It, I mean, it was really, really fun for me, too. And I hope that at least, like, maybe 10, 15 people watch it or something so you'll make, like, 20 cents or I don't know how oh, that no. works. Yeah, you don't make money on podcasts. See, that's your first <laughs> That's your first mistake is actually thinking there. even if there is 10 or 20 people listening, you make money on it. You don't really make money on podcasting. It's just a fun thing. <laughs> Unless, you, unless of yeah. course, I take that back. Unless, of course, you're like one of the top guys that are like doing a, sh a shit ton of uh, 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 listens and that they've been doing it for like 10 years. I just got like into Joe it. Rogan. Yeah. I bet you Joe Rogan does pretty well. Not even pretty well. He does fucking amazing. So that that's a, that's a little different. I mean, he made a, he made that contract. Uh, was it 
two years ago now, a year and a half ago, something like that, with Spotify for a hundred million dollars. So, but so again, that's crazy. So, but again, so that's, that's like the catalog. The, that's the catalog and and his oh, following, right, right. and he's been doing it for ten right. years. You know, right. it's like right. he's been doing it for a while, and and he's great at it. You know, he's the he's the pod he's the podfather man. So, it's it's, it's great. Well, you know that that guy can really commentate some fucking fights. I can, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, you know. So he already has something going for him. He's an amazing fucking comment. He knows how to fucking fight. He's in great shape. Uh, well, you know, the dude has a lot going for him. Well, he was also an actor too. That's that's that was before all that stuff in the nineties. He was on that uh, oh. Radio City. Uh, it was a show with one of the guys from yeah. New Kids in the Hall. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget the name of the show, but he was one of the, he was an actor on that, and then he did Fear Factor, and then he did the UFC and podcasting, comedian. I mean, he's a he's a jack of all trades. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, he is. And and I used to watch um, the radio show. And fuck, I'm trying to remember the name too. And I should know it because like I'm totally, you know, like a '90s guy. And that came out in like the early '90s, like kind of around the same time. I think Friends came out or whatever, right? right? I believe it was even yeah, on. Yeah. It was even on a uh, uh, musty Thursdays uh, at a, at a, at a time. I think it was in between like Friends and Seinfeld there for a short stint. Phil Hartman was in it too, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, Phil Hartman. I think that's why uh, like it, it became so big too, is because I mean obviously Phil Hartman was was huge back in those days and and whatnot. Oh, and then the one chick, the fucking redhead chick, was on that too. I forget her name, but mm. she's funny as hell. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of a lot of funny people, and he was on that show too. So that's you know that's that's where he he, he started, you know, and uh, he, he, I mean, I think he was at the time that he made that deal. I think he was at like fourteen hundred episodes, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, something like that. So he'd been doing it for a long time. He's and again, he, he's doing it right. He's absolutely doing it right. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and I hope. Um, all the best with your podcast too because like when I look at it I, I just like I see everything like all the elements that I would think like a podcast would be successful like the great graphics the follow-ups like I can't even believe like that you guys even put up the uh, the the lag wagon logo <laughs> you know what I mean like in the background I'm like dude, that's I'm Brandon, like fuck man that's dude your guy's fucking awesome because he like Pick the perfect thing, and he picked the perfect like, um, like RKL slime font for for you know my name and shit. Yeah, dude, radical. You got a great fucking crew, man. They're doing it right. Thank you. Yeah, they're doing it. They're doing a great job. It's just two of my buddies and me doing this thing, man. We started doing it a couple years ago, just kind of figuring it out as we go too. You know, that's the that's the great thing. This is a side project, kind of for me, a passion project. Where, like I said, it's two of my buddies. We started doing this together just having fun with it and just kind of learning as we go what works and what doesn't, which is, which is fun. Cause we all have other like jobs and, and, and main income stuff. So we're just kind of like, 
<laughs> this is just like our fun thing. Just see if we could figure it out and see what we can do. And through it, I'm getting to meet um, great people like yourself. You know, like I'm amazed that it took us this long to meet, uh, you know, cross paths rather since all those times that we've done, you know, uh, or friends of friends rather. And uh, living in Southern California, well, you're Central California, but still in the same area. And uh, I mean, I I spent a lot of time in Southern California. Trust me. I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And it's just it's just interesting that like that's what it that's what it takes sometimes through this podcast for me is to reach out to some of some really great people like yourself and have these conversations of bass player to bass player. All those all those fucking wonderful things. And it brings me back to getting to know you and, and befriending you to the point where we're texting each other almost every day now. And you mentioned when you listened back to the episode, you're like, uh, uh, oh, I remember the my favorite horror movie. And you you responded that to me before I had listened back to the episode. So I got to be honest, I was listening. I was like, what the fuck is Joe talking about? Why is he telling me about his favorite horror movie? Because, again, I didn't remember what we talked about a month ago. <laughs> Well, you have a lot of podcasts, and I'm sure you, like your uh, your plate is full, right? Like, so you like I've been in the video game industry for a long time, and when you have like constant projects and you have to manage constant projects all the time, you forget about small details like that. Oh, I actually no, no. got screwed at I actually got screwed at Facebook because I was managing like I don't know like 90 projects all at the same time all different stages of development and because I forgot like one small detail, I got yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, yeah, that happens in that. It, it's not that I'm overlooking the conversation. I just forgot that we did. I know that we talked about horror, obviously. Um, and, and our favorite movies, but I didn't remember you not being able to finish that. Cause it, like, it, like we said, we went on for two hours and by the end of it, I was like, dude, I, it doesn't matter what we just talked about. I just, I just got a new friend, you know, that's all I cared about, you know? So, Oh man. Well, thank you so much. Sorry about overlooking that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so you, again, you were, we were texting back and forth. There was a few things you, that you were remembering that you were like, fuck, I wish I didn't say uh, this. So what is oh, your yeah. favorite, what, what is your favorite horror movie character? Oh, uh, okay. So, so it's weird because, um, obviously you saw, you know, um, my animatronic like Nathan and uh and Michael Myers and, and whatever, right? Right. Uh but like I've I've always liked the the horror movies that didn't have like tons and tons of fucking sequels. So so my my one of my favorite horror writers ever is uh Stephen King because his stories always fucking change and then his like like killers or villains or like really fucking creepy subjects that do horrible things to people always change, you know, except for like it, right. You can look at it and you can look at other, um, you know, movies that he's done that has characters like that. Right. But for the most part, like he doesn't follow like the same thing, you know, he doesn't come out like a band with a bunch of albums all the time. So that's why I love his, horror movies the best and my and my favorite killer my favorite serial killer because you would consider this car being a serial killer because it's killed multiple people it's is fucking christine and that's my favorite serial killer and that's from- it's a fucking bad ass old fucking creepy car that if it's like staring you down with that big huge fucking v8 
you know you're going down. You can't outrun that motherfucker. And what movie was that? Or or what what book was that? So because you were texting me that, and I was like, I kind of remember this story, but I don't know if I couldn't remember if I had read it or seen it. it it's a movie. It's it's a book and it's a movie. And it's just called Christine, huh? Christine, and it's it's about a car that is totally possessed from the factory. It's like a nineteen. Oh my God! It, it, it's like a 1969 or 1968 uh, Plymouth Fury, and it, and it, it kills someone in the factory while it's being made, and then just becomes possessed. <laughs> that's an am- So that's that's like the original AI. We're, we're not the original, obviously, <laughs> but that's like that's along those lines. But like, it's ahead of its time, right? Because maybe a Tesla could do that now, but like, there's no way a Plymouth Fury was going to do that. Well, so you can think of like iRobot and all those fucking weird like right. AI movies where, you know, AI goes awry and then it does all bunch of horrible shit to people. I mean, we're talking about, you know, Terminator and, and that but this whole one, shit. But this one's possessed or is it or has it become self-aware? It becomes possessed and self-aware. Wow. So, so it, it actually, um, because it's, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing the way it's rated, and this is all speculation for me. I'm guessing the way it's it's like regulating all this energy and all this electricity is just from the car having that capability. So it's just going through the generator, and then it gives like it starts talking through its radio. So whatever the person is like thinking, it puts on the right song for whatever the mood is. Wow. So kind of like uh what was that Bumblebee in the Transformers movie when he was, when he was Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I think they and I think they got that from Christine. But if you've never seen it and maybe if your fans have never seen it, you should see it. It's fucking awesome. But it's kind of cheesy because it's like, you know, it's an 80s movie and and it's kind of like, you wait, know, wait, wait, Cujo wait, 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 and Joe. other shit like that. Joe, are you What's trying that? to tell me the horror movie where the the car comes to life and kills people is cheesy. I, I don't believe this for a second. That sounds way too <laughs> dead serious. Oh, along with those other fucking cheesy like eighty <laughs> horror movies? No way. Dude. No way. No way. It's crazy. There's no way it was cheesy. Actually back then it was like fucking state of the art, dude. It scared oh, the hell sure. out of people. I'm sure. You I'm know? sure. That's that's always the fun the fun things about I I always loved horror movies. I was uh, you know probably when I was about a teenager, I was watching the '80s ones. I mean, I grew up watching the '80s ones, but I was like five, six. I was I had older brothers that see a little bit of it. But then, like when I was really watching, was I was a teenager, and by then they already had been dated. So I would go back to watch all these great movies. Most of them I'd still love, and they'd hold up. They'd hold up pretty well. But then every once in a while, you get like, these ones that were just, just dated, and it took the entire scare out of the movie in so many ways that at that point I just would smoke weed. And watch these movies and then kind of see them more as comedies than horror movies. And then I found the genre comedy horror, horror and I love that. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Uh, um, like, uh, like Army Shaun of Darkness. Of the, like Shaun of the Dead. That's a good one. That was a good one, too. I, I enjoyed that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm trying to think of older ones, but it was, I, I just thought of one just so I could name drop. But, um, <laughs> no, it's perfect. But, 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 I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Cheers to my first date after the divorce. 
I'm nervous. Relax, man. You got this. It's like riding a bike. Just make sure you check everything off the list and, you know, start pedaling. Wait, what is this list? I can't even remember anymore. Dude, come on. You know the list. Pick out the perfect outfit, get a haircut, clean out your car, and, uh, you know, maybe creep a little bit. Check out those socials. Just, you know, don't double tap a picture from five years ago and you're fine. And most importantly, make sure the ballroom is ready to accommodate. The ballroom? It's been six years. Well, dude, Manscaped has got you covered. Manscaped? Enlighten me, man. Manscaped, come on, bro. You could use this stuff. I can see your chest hairs poking through your shirt right now. You're a beast. They have this thing called the Mower 4.0. It's wet and dry ready. You could use it in the shower. They've got shampoo and conditioner, body wash, aluminum-free deodorant, and they even have anti-chafing ball deodorant. Anti-chafing deodorant? Anti-chafing ball deodorant, dude. You know the stuff you put under your arms? Same thing for the boys hanging down low. And uh, don't forget the Crop Reviver. Crop Reviver? What is this? (laughs) Ball spray, dude. Look, you need this. Pull it up on your phone right now. Go to manscaped.com, and you can thank me later. But you're sure this will work? Don't just take my word for it. It's just so fresh and clean down there. I'm like a bee to this flower. Wait, has she been down there the whole time? So head over to manscaped.com now and use promo code DWJ20 to receive 20% off your order and clean that shit up, you filthy animal. She got any friends down there? Only if you head to manscaped.com. Oh, we're both too kind to each other. This is not good podcasting. People are listening is like, oh, they're just trying to see who's going to... We're, we're just talking over well, each other. Well, let's talk over each other and see if people can figure it out. <laughs> no, I brought up smoking weed, though, because you had a good weed story, too. You were texting me. You you, you, you wanted to... Oh, yeah, yeah. So so a follow-up to that, and, and man, we digressed, because I think we had just like a, like a, a wonderful conversation, because we just went off on different things. That, I mean... I guess it's, when you're it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible for people to listen to, but it's awesome to be a part of. <laughs> right, right. It, it's almost like we need to invite like everybody who listens to your podcast to like dinner some night, and we can just talk about it. That's not a which bad it would idea. Be even which would be even fucking more horrible. It would be like a convention <laughs> or something, and we'd have to go to a podium or something. <laughs> we can make each that happen. One at Jeff. A time. We'll 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 continue texting each other. We can make that happen. <laughs> God, that sounds fucking horrible. Oh my god. I can't wait to but play we, that back for you when we're actually doing that in a few years. That'll be hilarious. Yeah, you know what you can do? You can reverse punish people and they're like the lowest paying people on your podcast. You invite them, like make them think that they're all special, and then they get invited to something like that. Oh, it's like dinner 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 for schmucks or whatever. No, 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 no fucking dinner, no drinks, no nothing. It's like a at a shitty fucking pink holiday inn that's in the middle Ooh. of nowhere. That actually sounds fun though. It's pretty stupid. Maybe we could have it at the Peak Motel and then um, have some skaters come by, and at least they can watch some skaters skate. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, um, let's get back to that so- weed story. Yeah, so exactly. This is what we're doing. We digress. Yeah, once again, right. <laughs> so, so during so during that story, um, I, I was like starting to talk about my my um, video game, you know, industry career and all that other stuff. And uh, I, I I guess I started saying like, oh, and you put this, I, I believe, on Instagram too, where it said like, oh shit, it just got to the point where I just didn't have any money when I smoked pot. So it's like. Yeah. So I, I so I quit smoking pot at that point. I quit smoking pot, 
And then I started selling pot and oh my fucking God, dude. Like when I quit smoking pot and then found a dealer to give me weed at a fucking video game company. I mean, come on, dude. I got paid more money selling weed at my job at fucking Sony PlayStation than I ever did at my paycheck. So I make like, I don't know, this was like, uh, let's say 2003. And I would make like maybe 450 bucks a week, but I would make a, like 1200 bucks selling weed each Friday. <laughs> Dude, that's fantastic. I mean, that's, that's kind of like, uh, I don't know, or, you really pick your spots like a Girl Scout cookie uh, sell, uh, stand could be right outside of that Sony PlayStation too, right? Well, well, really know your customers. And I think right. video game testers are probably one of the best people and safest people to sell to because they're mostly just like fucking like nerdy white guys who just stay at home all the time. It's not like selling this shit on the street. These guys would never fucking narc on you ever. They'd be afraid to go outside and smoke a joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just at home smoking weed, playing video games. There's nothing wrong with that. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Fuck no, it was the, safe, it was the safest uh, illegal job I've ever had. And... Uh, I would, like, my parents gave me their minivan and one year, and that's how I delivered. And I would deliver, always deliver, because, like, if you're just like, God, dude, I'm not coming over. That's just, like, another stoner or another stoner selling pot, right? I'd be like, since I wasn't smoking it, I'd be like, dude, I'll be right over. How many fucking eights do you want? And I'd sell all my weed in a fucking minivan, and I would keep all my weed in a ball jar so it wouldn't smell so if i got like pulled over i'd be like hey there officer how's it going and he wouldn't smell anything sober. wow dead sober yeah i would never be drunk when i was like you know selling and all that other stuff but yeah so that's that's one thing i wanted to mention because i never got to that because we digress but right. and maybe there's other points in the podcast where i did that too but i think overall i listened to it i thought it was pretty good and you know, I, I hate listening to myself. I really do. Mm-hmm. I have the worst voice ever. I sound like a little fucking, uh, I don't know, like Taiwanese boy or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have said I, that, but a lot of people probably think I have, an, I, have a, I have a strange voice for podcasting too. So I don't know, whatever. Well, are you a short dude? I am, yeah, five foot six. Wait, you're what? I'm five foot six. You say, am I short dude? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. My my earbud keeps popping out on my <laughs> ear, but uh, but yeah, dude. Same with me, except I'm 52, so I'm probably more like five four. We're almost like the same person. You keep on dude. saying that all the time. It's like it's so crazy. Every time, every time you say something, like when you were like, "Yeah, man, I'm sick," and uh, you know, I got COVID, and it's going to my lungs, and which is a problem because I got asthma. I'm like, dude, I got asthma, but it only flares up when I when I get sick. And then, dude, it was so funny that allergies. Bass playing, 
horror movies, selling weed. I mean, I don't know. I mean, did we just become best friends? Oh, uh, stealing our, our fucking brother's gear on our skateboards. Right, that too. <laughs> There's too many things. Too many things, Joe. There's too many fucking things. Why? Hey, man, why in the hell weren't you around when I was fucking growing up? God damn it, I could have used you, buddy. Right on. <laughs> fucking right back at you, man. <laughs> well dude uh i gotta say thank you so much for the time thank you for uh the follow-up call we will uh keep in touch and uh if there's anything else you need you need to come back on and talk about and, and then of course now that you're feeling better now that i'm out of san jose we could actually somehow <laughs> meet up again uh but i'd love to actually meet in person share a drink and, and, a, and a couple laughs with you yeah, for sure, man. If you're seeing your um, sister-in-law in, in San Jose, I don't know where she lives, but text me and, and let me know. I live like right downtown and we're like a block away from the Ritz. So that's like the punk rock club or the rock club that like has everybody coming in of Santa, like in and out of San Jose. So it's like okay. good riddance. I mean, you know, like, um, and like basically fucking everybody who comes in and out, like the urethane's coming and playing uh, a little while. Uh, the last show of the faction was there. Uh, the, I saw the super suckers there. And it's weird, dude. Like a band like the super suckers will go and play there. And there's like 150 people, 200 people. I don't know why San Jose sucks so hard, but it's still a great show because you can actually see people fucking hang out and get drinks and stuff. So anyways, Dude, I, awesome. I love the risk. Oh, I'll love, yeah, I mean, I'd it's love a, to go there. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. You got to show me around a little bit. Cause we were just there. Uh, like, as I said, to visit my sister-in-law. So, um, we, we stayed downtown. I went to a little market area that has like a bunch of new restaurants, I guess. And you can kind of order drinks. San Pedro and, Square. Yeah. San Pedro Square. That was awesome. That was nice been there for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude, I'll, and that's right by my house too. I could have walked down there if I didn't have have wow. COVID, yeah. or skateboarded down there in like five minutes, and would have met you there. Dude, that, yeah, my bad. We'll we'll make it happen next time. I'll I'll be there, or next time you're in SoCal, you hit me up, and we'll get together and and, and share a drink. That that sounds awesome, man. Uh, sorry to keep you longer, but whatever. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, and. And thanks, everybody, for listening, too. I, I appreciate that everybody has um, some kind of interest in, in RKL and my history to, to even give a listen. And I just want to say that I appreciate all my fans, and I, and I appreciate, you know, you, and I appreciate all the fans of your band. And and uh, also, like uh, like Dave Ron also told me that, um, that, that your singer, uh, like one time Joey was, was like, on tour and had like this was previously to his bad voice now hmm. um and, and then he was having trouble like like 20 years ago and, and your fucking singer reached out and and was like if there's anything that he needs uh, just give him my number and 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 tell him if he needs anything and and so dave reminded me of that and i just wanted to push that out too on your band for beast is just so fucking cool to everybody oh, and man. offering help and everything else like that it's just like man it's mad props and and after like uh, you know talking to you and and i haven't met met the rest of your band but i'm sure they're just as fucking cool as well and i just hope that we you know probably you know i don't know play a festival or meet up somewhere we could play together and hang out and shit and, yeah man and it'll be awesome and if not Absolutely. we should just try to 
take some time to do it. Anyways, yeah. no, I, I won't absolutely. take up your no, no. time much longer. You're not taking up my time. Don't worry about it, man. I just, yeah, the, all those things are absolutely true. Like, we've always just been huge fans of Joey, the lag wagon, you guys, like, everybody, like, you guys uh, shaped a lot of our of a lot of our childhood there too, with all the punk rock you guys were putting out. So we appreciate it. That that, that helped us uh, forge through a lot of our careers too. So you know, just paving the way. Appreciate that. Just let you know, it's all it's all on both sides of the table, man. Cool, right on. But uh, yeah, oh, the Josh Brolin thing. You did bring that up again. Someone commented. So we did we did put up this thing on Twitter uh, where people could vote if they believe Josh Brolin was actually an RKL or not. Uh, we talked about okay. it on the podcast. We put it up. So you go find it on Twitter uh, at Drinks with Johnny. Um, but someone commented and said that on the one uh, One Life to Live uh, podcast uh, with Toby Morse, I guess Josh said that he was replaced um, in the garage band that he was in, and that band became RKL. Well, you know what? What an honorable motherfucker. I'll tell you that right now. Because here he is, like, you know, knowing there's heat coming on. And I'm glad he clarifies it. But you know what? I'm serious. Like, we have in, we have an RKL documentary, like, in the works right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to just say that he is an honor, honorary member. <clears throat> you know, I don't want to be a bad dude and talk shit and, like, be like, fuck him, he's a big-time actor, he's just trying to fucking, you know, like, do this. I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what, Josh Brolin? You were an RKL, man, and yeah. I'll give you that badge, <laughs> you know, because I think he's fucking rad, and I think he's a cool dude for even just mentioning us in the first place, and 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 if he wants any part to be in, like, the documentary and just talk about his history with RKL, I encourage him to get a hold of, you know, us through Instagram or whatever, or the producer that, that we're doing this documentary with and uh, and just be on board with this like incredible journey. And I mean, fuck, man, as far as RKL is concerned, dude, we're, this band is like done, dude. It's done. You know, we might do like RK Aliens and play like shows with Tony Tempesta or whatever from Municipal Waste and, mm. and have shows like that, which would be awesome. But, you know, it, it, as far as everybody who listened to RKL or like just hung around with the group, they're all fucking RKL members. So, hey, everybody, you're all members of RKL, so you could say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, I, I'm sure I'm sure he's listening, and he could reach out through me as well, and we'll we'll, we'll get all that figured out. Uh, but uh, thanks again, Joe. I'm gonna let you go, man. I appreciate the time. I'm glad you're feeling better, and uh, we'll be talking soon. All right, man. Love you, buddy. Love you too, late. Wow, that was a great follow-up conversation with Joe Raposo. Uh, Raposo, I keep saying Raposo. Raposo, little Joe, you know who the fuck it is from Lagwagon and RKL, and uh, a little bit in the me first and the Gimme Gimme's as I mentioned at the top. So much fun getting to know Joe, becoming friends with him. I gotta go though now, guys. Until next time, as always, cheers. <laughs>
Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.